Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com All right, Mr. Villalobos, good Memorial Day to you, sir. I appreciate that, man. How's it going? Doing good, man. Doing good. Real quick awesome. before we jump into the pod, um, we just want to recognize all of our fallen heroes, lost but definitely never forgotten. So thank you for everything you've done. Yes, sir. You know, your families. Dude, also it's my Grams' birthday. Oh, yeah? So shout out to my Mama D, holding it shout down. Out. Happy B-Day. Matriarch of the fam. <laughs> How was your week, brother? Talk to me. Oh, you know, normal stuff. Nothing, uh, nothing new to report, I don't feel like. Okay. Um, pretty chill week, pretty chill weekend. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, pull open, 8,000 people at it. Real loud at the apartment complex. It's whatever, though. <laughs> it's pretty quiet, but it's been really loud this weekend. Kids with their floaties, yeah. man. They're ready to go. <laughs> We're waiting to blow them things up yeah, for no kidding. nine months now. Just, <laughs> Just been looking at them in the corner of the apartment. It's sad. <laughs> Flattened floaties. <laughs> so, yeah. That's been my weekend so far. Uh, How about you? Good deal, man. Um, d- Did a quick trip to the beach, like I told yeah. you. Um, me and JP, a little golfing, some some brewskis. Right. So it, it was a good time, man. Just get out there. Mm-hmm. Then we, uh, all day yesterday, just kind of was poolside. Okay. And just really relaxed, man. I took them to the beach bar, Ocean Annie's. I did not know John never been to Ocean Annie's. Ocean Annie's is a beach bar in um, North Myrtle Beach. Very famous, very popular. Have you ever been there? I don't know. Um, I've been to some, just like following people around. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where it went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John had a good time. Yeah. It's awesome. John had a really good time. Well, uh, the band. The ladies, the ladies love JP. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, the band went down for a show down there. And, uh. Spent a few days there and just kind of walked around and walked in and out of places. So, I don't know where I've been. It's a good time. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters, sir. Good deal. Um, so, yeah, just came back yesterday. Um, but <clears throat> yesterday morning, as you're seeing, rocking my Carolina Polo nope. again. Nope, this quite. time. Can't quite see it. Are we in there? The mic's in front of it. The mic. <laughs> That's my Carolina Polo, guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I come with good news this time. We got the women's lacrosse Ooh. national champions. All right. And the men's baseball beat NC State 9-5 doing the 2022 ACC tournament title. So, let's go. That was a, that was a lot of alphabet, you said. That was a lot of the alphabet. Yeah. But you know what, dude? <laughs> Carolina, it was a Carolina Sunday, dude. It was awesome. Yeah. Two dubs. Awesome. awesome. 
right, brother. Let's go ahead, man, and talk about the excitement, mm-hmm. the thrill. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I watched Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. leading up to Kenobi. Right. Uh, we'll talk about Kenobi when we actually get into the pod, but like out of those three movies, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge right. of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith is the only one I actually liked. Okay. That was the only one. Right. It was hard to get through the Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks. Attack of the Clones was really, really, really political. Okay. Original Sith? I don't remember anything about Attack of the Clones. We got both. I guess that makes sense. We, we, we got both <laughs> out of it, basically. <clears throat> um, we got both Fett's origin. Right. Really. Um, with Friends of the Sith, dude, so much went down in right. like two and a half hours. <laughs> And Obi-Wan was a badass, so. Let's start the pod. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I'm Clyde Smith. And I'm Javier Villalobos. In this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Vengeance, The Grey Man, the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and our Movie of the Week, Top Gun. week new trailers oh yeah let's talk about this uh bj novak vehicle directed wrote and starred in vengeance talk to me brother yeah this one seems to have a a lot of stuff going on yeah um murder possibly the guy's going to texas because he had some kind of imaginary relationship with this girl it seemed like <laughs> like, like he explained it as he hooked up with her a few times, and then, like, it looked like at her funeral there was like a picture of him and her on her casket. Um, seemed to be pretty awkward. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, whoever these people were as part of her family is one of the guys is like she was murdered, and we got we got to get vengeance. <laughs> That's it. I mean. And then they start down the path, I guess. Yeah, so this is a comedy mystery thriller. Yeah. A radio host from New York City attempts to solve the murder of a girl he hooked up with and travels down the south to investigate her the circumstances of her death and discover what happened to her. Uh, great cast we got here. BJ Novak, Issa Rae, Boyd Holbrook. He's the one who's going to be the standout. Yeah. That's the, the brother who has to find out what happened. Ashton Kutcher. I'm excited about this, man. I got, I got a question about what you said when that description. What, did it say he went there to check in her on her <clears> murder? That, yeah, so. Because that's not what it feels like. That's not movie. what it That's not what it feels like at all. Yeah, it sounds like he went there for. The funeral. Be, because, yeah, because of that. And then he ended up in the situation of, like, somebody thinks she's got murdered. So Very true. Want to point that out. Very true. And he looks like he's a he's just gonna podcast the entire thing. <laughs> it's wild. I think it's gonna be like really funny out of the mind of yeah. BJ Novak. You know, he wrote a lot of the episodes of the the office. I think this is gonna be funny, man. This is gonna be dope. We'll throw this on our trailers, guys. Let us know. Throw this trailer on our socials. I've messed that up two weeks in a row it's now. Fine. What's going it's on right. here? It's all right. We will throw this on our socials. Let us know what you think about Vengeance, guys. I have not seen Ashton Kutcher in a movie in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. So he's going to play this wily Texas guy. I mean, the last thing I really remember him from is Ranch. And before that, he was Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, he may have slipped into something here and there, but that's mm-hmm. the last thing I that pops into my head when you yeah. say Ashton Kutcher. All right. Now let's jump over here to the trailer that I've been waiting for. For months. Yeah, the Gray Man. Oh, yeah. This is from the Russo brothers. Uh, when the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, 
a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. The Ryan Gosling versus Chris Evans mm-hmm. fight that we've been waiting for our whole life. We didn't know we needed. Yeah, yeah. But we're getting it. Oh, yeah. Talk to me, brother. Uh, this is pretty awesome cast in here, man. Dude. Uh, I was looking at the... Uh, the casting for this one, man, some pretty good, good stuff. Billy Bob Thornton, uh, we got Chris Evans, you got Anna de Armas, and of course Ryan Gosling. A whole bunch of other ones in there, man. Uh, trailer looked pretty fun. Looked uh, like a lot of good action, Dude. a lot of good fight scenes. You know, I, I don't know, you know, what's up with Chris Evans's mustache, but that's fine. <laughs> You know, if there's one person in the world that can that can wear a mustache like that. It's gonna be Chris Evans. <laughs> I mean, in Knives Out, he gave us that like weird sweater, yeah. right? And everybody <laughs> fell in love with the weird sweater, right? And everybody yeah. went out and bought the weird sweater, right? I I have it myself, right? Um, <laughs> Chris Evans is rocking a stash, yeah, and like pulling it off, right? Now, mind you, when I when I go to shave. Last thing I shave is my mustache. And I stop shaving before I cut my mustache. Just look at it for a little while. Look at it for a little bit. <laughs> the wife comes by and she's like, No, nope. you finished the damn job. And I'm like, I'm trying to get my Carl Winslow on. <laughs> now I can say I'm trying to get my Chris Evans yeah. Lloyd Hansen on, and it might work this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his name's Lloyd. <laughs> oh. And I love that they point that out in the in the movie trailer as well. That's great. Yeah, so this is going to be dope, man, because this is like international espionage, yeah. kind of a manhunt type thing. But this is more of the Russo style. Don't get me wrong. I loved uh, Infinity War, and I loved Endgame. Mm-hmm. I have not checked out Cherry yet on Apple TV+. Plus. I have to do that. I heard that was really good by them. Um, but this is more Civil War, and actually yeah. this is more... Winter Soldier. This gives yeah. me such Winter Soldier vibes. Kind of a little bit in the future, too. Yeah, a something like that. A little bit. Uh, yeah, and you got Jack Ryan Gosling. I mean, he's, man's already, he's already gorgeous, but yeah. now now he's jacked. I mean, come on. Dude, you were, he was perfect in La La Land, yeah. dude. Come on, why do you have to get jacked on me, bro? <laughs> can, can you go back to the Ryan Gosling that was in... Um, What's the football movie that I'm talking oh about? Uh, uh, gosh, God. I'm just horrible Why today. Why happen every three weeks in a row now, dude? That um, I know. What Remember, the Titans. Yes, Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yes. Yeah. We're going to get good at this one day, bro. One day it's just going to work out, right? <laughs> it's not going to be today. Because what happens is you ask me, and whether I know it or not, I'm going to forget it. Because <laughs> that's how things go. That's exactly how it goes. Try to throw it to you, and you're like, uh, okay, froze up, choked up. What do do with my hands? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, but the Russo brothers, they are probably the best team doing it right now. Yeah. Um, I was, they are, they remind me a lot of, they have like a Michael Bay thing of what they do, mm-hmm. but I think they do it better. I love Michael Bay. Nothing is Michael Bay. It's it's a little, little grander than just explosions. A little grander, just more of a story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Winter Soldier is still like one of my favorite Marvel movies. Right. Outside of being a Marvel, it's still one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. okay. Nice. Directed by these guys. Give us stuff like that. Yeah. Pff, political type espionage thrillers. I'm there all yeah. day. <laughs> all day, man. I'm going to say this right this time. We're going to throw this one on our, so- our socials. I messed it up. See that? <laughs> Couldn't do it. It stuttered right through it, guys. <laughs> And you have to let us know what you think about this. I've been waiting for this trailer for a very long time. Glad it finally dropped. Let's go. Did you long for a show like this, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Was this something that, like, you needed or even thought about ever? No, sir. Me neither, right? So, I... I look at like everybody's arc and I understand mm-hmm. they're trying to fill within the movies with the, some shows. And, you know, we did Rogue One, which was before yeah. 
after the prequels, but before a, a, a New Hope. And honestly, it seems like it's been like that since the very beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, it's always been filling in before or after yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I felt like for Obi Wan's arc, we had the prequels, right? We had um the Clone Wars, which was that. That's canon now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that show that was on like Nickelodeon maybe or mm-hmm. some kind of kid show, but it was a cartoon animated clone. It went for like 45 years. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and that's canon. So I felt like we got it. We had a really good Obi-Wan arc. Mm-hmm. What in that, but that takes place between, um, you know, in the middle of the, between the, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith is when that takes place, because I know Anakin is is there by his side most of that right. show. I did. I thought well, we were done. He dropped the kid off. We'll see him again in A New Hope, but we have a story here. Yeah, we got the first two uh, episodes dropped on Friday of Obi Wan Kenobi. Mind you, this would have been doper if they just called it Kenobi. You're it would have right. been, been a slicker title. Really would have. But, you know, it's the man's name. That's fine. Um, talk to me, brother. We got Ewan McGregor returning as the title character. Yeah, these first two episodes are really fun, man. Yeah. Um, we had a few good fight scenes. Uh, a lot of running. There's a lot of running in this one. Uh, uh, we just get to see some cool sets, too, right? We see um, the city was really the most awesome part of the first two. Yeah. To us, uh, that I felt uh, kind of dark, but the cast too was pretty awesome. You notice a lot of characters, yeah. the actors were for a lot of these characters. If you didn't yeah. look them up, yeah. So I didn't look at nothing before I watched it. Same. I was just watching it and I'm like, okay, that guy looks familiar. That guy looks familiar. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers yes. plays, isn't yes. that? I knew it was Which him. was awesome. Yeah. And I, and I saw it and like, uh, it was real fast on them, right? And then they, like, start running or whatever. And I just paused it. I was like, was that Flea? Yeah, <laughs> I did the same thing. I didn't pause it. I was like, I think I think that's Flea, yeah. dude. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. And he was in the whole episode. I thought he was going to be in and out pretty quick. But yeah. he was around for a minute. Um, So this one takes place uh, 10 years after the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke and Leia, 10 now, uh, Luke is on Tatooine and that's where Obi-Wan is watching it from afar. Yeah. Uh, Leia is Leia Organa now, Princess Leia Organa. Yes. Um, she's on a, a different planet. I forgot the name of it. It's fine. <laughs> Loses it. Like I lose everything. Um, but he, Alderaan. There duh. you go. And, you know, he has to then kind of, he's just been in hiding. He's been chilling. Yeah, yeah. Works the fish market, I guess you can call it. You know what I mean? <laughs> there, I guess so. Yeah. The Tatooine fish market, mm. and he just kind of looks after the kid. Doesn't sound appetizing at all, does it? No, not not at all. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's literally like what he does day to day, and he tries to stay quiet, mm-hmm. keep a low profile. He knows that the uh, Inquisitors are after him. Yeah, he knows that there's still the. Uh, Republic who's trying to find him and everything. So he's just trying to like lay low, protect this yeah. kid as, as much as possible. Yeah. They're out searching for all Jedis at this point too, right? Dude. But like, I like it that they're searching for all Jedis, but they're basically like bottom of the barrel at this point in time. Yeah. They're looking for him specifically and just kind of taking out whoever they got to take out to get their other Jedis. Yeah. Tatooine in this looks really lived in. Mm-hmm. I think Tatooine and um, what was the other shows that we had? Um, Mandalorian mm-hmm. and uh, Boba, Boba Fett don't live as lived in for some reason. Right. Time time frames, time changes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tatooine looks very lived in and I like, like it's a place where like every, a lot of people are at. Yeah. A lot of people go. So that's really dope, man. Um, my favorite thing is the city in the second episode. Yeah. When he goes to get Leia. 
She pissed me off that entire episode, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Bro, just listen to Like, he's not harming you. Just listen to the guy. You're just trying to protect yourself, man. But it's, your danger. It's your danger, man. You, you're right. You're right. But at the same exact time, you know, he's held her as a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she's not going to remember that. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, You know how all, like, older people say, when you were this small, I held you. My, like, okay, cool, cool, bro. I'm 45 now. Why are you holding Get kids? Off me. Don't be touching <laughs> Don't kids. Don't be touching kids that are not yours. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I like, uh, I really like yeah. episode two, man. Episode yeah. two, he's like, you know what this is? These two first episodes are a story of a man who's came out of hiding. Mm hmm. And now he has a purpose at the end of the episode. Yeah. Understanding that um, Darth Vader is alive. He he still makes it. Anakin's alive in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Where this goes, I have no clue, but I'm along for the ride. We'll see what it's happens, like, man. It's like all six episodes are directed by uh, Deborah Chow. Fantastic job. Yeah, this is going to be good, man. This is going to be a good, dope show. Kumal Najiani. Yeah. Sung Kang is in there as well. Yeah. As a one of the the fifth brother is what he was his yeah. name was, yeah. And I saw his face, even under that makeup, like I was like, I know who that is. It's gotta be him. Okay. Yeah, so that was the that was the guy from uh Eternals, right? Who Sung Kang? Why am I messing up everything? No, Kam- Kamal. Kamal was yeah. in Eternals. Yes. I knew that. Sun Kang is Han from Fast and Furious. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that yeah. was him? Yeah. He looks jacked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at first, once again, not looking at everything, yeah. I thought he was the dude from Eternals. The Asian guy who was with um, Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was him the entire time. Once again, didn't look at anything. Gotcha. Gotcha. But it's but it's Han? Yeah, it's Han. Yeah, yeah. Why does Han look like he's about 300 I mean, pounds just straight muscle, dude? <laughs> How many of you? Wow. D- Disney magic, man. Disney magic, bro. Nah, he looks good. Yeah. He looks good, but we got Jimmy Smith coming back as uh, Bala Argana. Hayden Christian playing Anakin slash Darth Vader. Yeah, I'm along for this, man. Yeah. Um, best part of these two episodes. Talk to me. Your favorite part. I think it was uh, Kenobi just going hands to hands in that little hallway, with, uh, like right before it's over. Yeah. When he's just throwing hands, man. That was awesome. That was a fun fight scene. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of good parts, though. Uh, but I think that one was the funnest just seeing him just kind of raw, I guess. Yeah. Not not with the force, not with the lightsaber, just throwing hands, man. Showing him what's up. My favorite thing? What's up? He didn't use the lightsaber. Did he? No. He didn't use the lightsaber at all. That's what I'm saying. These two episodes. That's what I'm saying. Dude. Like just that fact. Yeah. That like he was a general in the war. Oh, you're saying and he just all together. That All together. Thing, yeah. He did not. Like that whole battle fight, running away or whatever, yeah. guns blazing left and right. He didn't pull that. Because that's a, that, that lightsaber for him is an equalizer. Yeah. With all those bounty guys, he didn't, dude. Yeah. He used his, his wit, his skills to get away. I thought that was really dope, yeah. man. Definitely. Yeah, we'll definitely keep on talking about this. We have four more episodes. Let's keep it coming. I uh, watched Stranger Things. Oh. Uh, all seven episodes. That was a long, that was a long haul. Those were some long episodes this, this season. Uh, and then there's only two left that come out on July 1st. The only two. So there's only, there's only two that come out on July 1st. So they're, they're going to have a fifth season, fifth and final season. But for this season, they did they dropped seven, yeah, and they're only dropping two more in a couple weeks on July first. Yep, wow. it's been pretty good, man. 
you, know, you definitely need to catch a few episodes of that. Oh, um, what do you think we're recording early for, dude? <laughs> uh, we'll just talk about it next time. We shall talk about it next time, yeah. sir. I'll have all seven done. Let's do it. Before the next pod. I might have all seven done tonight. <laughs> Who knows? You just do a phone call tomorrow. And talk about it. I'll just put it in. Let's plug it in. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, I've already got that done. So let's talk about it next week. It was very interesting. Let's do it. All right, listeners. We're going to take a quick break. All right, JV. Real quick, man. I don't want to take too much of your time. Okay. Uh, But I want to discuss the great Jim Carrey for a second. You got a second? Yeah, I got a couple seconds. All right. Yeah, so, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 just dropped. Oh, yeah. Got to still check it out. But I wanted to know your favorite Jim Carrey movie and favorite scene. I hear this is going to be his last movie. Wow. So, like, I think it's important as, as fans, as comedy fans, as Jim Carrey fans, for us to go ahead and discuss that for a few moments, yeah. man. I mean, all the scenes are iconic in every movie, but what is your oh, favorite movie and favorite scene? You know, I think I just have to stick to one from, from childhood, man. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. That's it. I mean, every time, no matter what. So Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, my favorite scene from that movie is actually kind of two scenes. Okay, talk back to back me. To back. When he sells the van, rolls up on the scooter, and he says, you know, just when I think you couldn't do something even dumber, you go and do something like this. And <laughs> totally redeem yourself. <laughs> And then when they're riding on the scooter in the ice. Dude, and so fantastic. <laughs> he's like, I got to pee. Just, just let it go. <laughs> so good. Oh, dude, I love that movie, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, what about you? What's your favorite one? My favorite scene is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when he's at the door of the parents of Ray Finkel <laughs> and quickly describes him because he has a shotgun to his face. Right. Right, and you know he does it in one breath, and it's super fast. It ends with <laughs> one hell of a model American. <sighs> right, <laughs> right. It's just like you yeah. see, like the early acting. You see the yeah. early comedy chops this guy has, right? And that he gives it everything that he has in every scene. Yeah, this is a really dope, funny scene that I'll never forget, man. Um, my favorite movie of his is actually going to be The Truman Show, which is a different Jim Carrey movie. Yes, yeah. He plays a real guy in this in a really awkward, weird situation. Yeah. Um, and he, I love that he did not put the comedy first. The drama yeah. was there before anything, right? And he just let the comedy be very natural. Oh, he, yeah. he didn't overtry. He didn't overact or anything of that nature. Yeah. Um, I just loved this movie, man. And this Jim Carrey performance should have won an Oscar for this. Awesome, man. Uh, listeners, you guys can send us a little something on our social media, letting us know your thoughts and your favorite moments on the legendary Jim Carrey. So check out our link tree in the description and visit our social medias from there. All right, so you ready to jump into our movie of the week? Yeah, man. All right, guys, uh, coming at you fast. We got Top Gun, released in 1986. A few other flicks that dropped that year, Labyrinth, Cobra, Platoon, Short Circuit, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Two awesome ones back-to-back. Stand By Me. Three awesome ones back to back to back. <laughs> Ready for this? Howard the Duck. <laughs> Pretty in pink. Right. And I had to top it. I had to top it, right? In the Kurt Russell fantasy martial arts action comedy. Jeez. Big Trouble in Little China. Nice. Dude, just so good. That's a great list. We got to do a lot more 80s movies, dude. Howard the Duck is part of Marvel, right? Part of Marvel. Yeah. Part of Marvel, man. Uh, Top Gun is directed by the late, great Tony Scott. Uh, got a writer's room consisting of Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr., and Warren Skarin from a magazine article by Ehud Yanai. $15 million budget. Box office brought in $357.3 million. Killer, dude. And no telling what's making now. 
Killer. That is streaming. I don't know how that works. I still don't know how that works with Netflix, but something good's got to be happening. I mean, something good's got to be happening. I watched it like a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Man, long list. Long list of stars here. So many people in this movie. Yeah. So I'm going to start with Tom Cruise as Maverick, Kelly McGillis as Charlie, the Top Gun instructor, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer as Iceman. Anthony Edwards as Goose, Tom Skerritt as Viper, Michael Ironside as Jester, John Stockwell as Cougar, Barry Tubb as Wolfman, Rick Rossovic as Slider, Tim Robbins as Merlin, Clarence Gilliard as Sundown, Whip Hubley, Hubley? Whip Hubley, I think is what it is. Let's rock with it. Uh, as Hollywood, James Tolkien as Stinger, Meg Ryan as Goose's wife, Carol, and Adrian Pastar as Chipper. And there's probably about 1,700 other people in that movie, too. There's a lot of people out. in this movie just hanging out. <laughs> I forgot Tim Robbins was kinda, in this movie. Kind of in there. Yeah. Um, so. And then I was like, wait, is that Meg Ryan? Wait, that's... I right. Because I haven't seen this movie in such a long time. Right. Like, wait, that's Meg... That's Meg Ryan. And a lot of times you don't recognize some of these people unless it's Tom Cruise because they've aged a little bit. Not Tom Cruise. <laughs> Everybody though. else has aged a little bit. <laughs> Except for Tom Cruise, yeah. yeah. Looks the exact same. <laughs> so yeah, that's our long lineup. Uh, all those mostly call signs, by the way. That's I'm so glad you went that route. That's, that's the only way I could do it. That's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Go ahead and give us that quick synopsis. So this is a movie that follows the journey of a very confident fighter pilot, Maverick, who's portrayed by Tom Cruise, through his time at Top Gun, which is a, a fighter weapons school. It's the best of the best fighter pilots. They go here to basically see who's the best, almost, and train, do all that good stuff. Uh, so Maverick, alongside with his RIO Goose, they are doing their best and break a few rules along the way as they climb to the top of the Top Gun pilot's stands before tragedy strikes. Uh, and Maverick has to overcome this tragedy in order to save his fellow Top Gun pilots. And there's also a lot of shirtless high fives throughout this adventure. <laughs> okay. That's the pod, guys. We're done. We're done. Five buckets of popcorn. We're done, guys. <laughs> shirtless high fives. Yep. I shirtless love- high fives. All right, okay. let's get into this. I'll try to. <laughs> yes. Let's start at the top, man. We got Tom Cruise as Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell, a U.S. Navy pilot. This guy, <clears throat> damn good pilot. Cocky as hell. Yep. Confident. Good looking. Um, Definitely a rule breaker, though. Yes, all, all, all the time. And I kind of, you know, you fall in love with him because of that. Right. He's not the same guy. Like, he gets, he wins, but he wins his own way. Yeah. I'm, I really, I really you know dig. It's, uh, it's good and bad. Know, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good and bad. I mean, because look what happened. You know, obviously tragedy strikes, like you yeah. stated. Um, But, like, that beginning when he, <laughs> I, I, the opening, dude, yeah. is when he, they're literally right over the other big or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who the hell does that? Who the hell is ideal? Like, that's just fabulous. Goose, takes goose. a picture and flips him off, dude. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely very confident in himself. Uh, and, you know, this is an interesting movie because the ones we've been doing is, like, the fight against bad guys against bad guys. Yeah. This one's, like, the fight against good guys against good guys. Yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty interesting take this week. Um Tom Cruise is a good guy, but at the same time he's the rule breaker. He's kind of the bad guy of the good guys. Yeah, so he's fighting um it's not a it's not a fight per se, but I like that you use that terminology because they're fighting to be the top yeah, at yeah. Top Gun, right? Yeah. So it's more like uh uh war games is what they have yeah. to get through through this flight school. Um, to be the best, and it's Tom Cruise, um, his partner versus 
Man, Belkin was a sexy ass dude in this movie, man. <laughs> we'll talk about him in just a second, but good <laughs> God, he was sexy, bro. Iceman. Um, <clears throat> Tom Cruise on a. You know what Tom Cruise did not do in this movie? He didn't run. Hmm. Tom Cruise did not run. Any other Tom Cruise movie, he runs. I think he runs. I don't, I don't remember any other movie that he does not run. That's what the man is known for. Hmm. Okay. But he flies the crap out of that plane. I will, I will keep an eye out for that <laughs> next time I watch. He's like, <laughs> nope. No running. Awesome. Dude, let's jump over here to uh, Kelly McGinnis as Charlotte Charlie Blackwood, instructor of Top Gun and Mavericks. Lovely interest. Yes, yes, yes. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, she comes off first, like uh, when they meet at the bar, she's just some lady, which is always good. And as Tom's go, trying to hit on her, or excuse me, Maverick, not Tom, as Maverick's hitting on her and doing all this stuff, the big uh, singing, love it, singing, love uh, it, flash dance type situation. Uh, she just plays along with all of it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then she just shows up and is like, "What's up, guys? I'm the, <laughs> I'm the instructor." Um, <laughs> uh, and she was good through the whole movie. I mean, she played a. She didn't play like a necessarily important important role. She was there, and she was kind of his, you know. You got to get over this stuff. You got the shoulder for him to cry on, basically, is what she was. Yeah, man. So Kelly McGinnis' character, McGill- Mick Gillis. Mick. Um, Charlie is there, is the, the love interest, but yeah. she's like that hot girl in a lot of these 80s and 90s movies yeah. where, like, it's almost like the Raiders of the, the Lost Ark type thing. The main character is going to get to the finish line with or without them. Yeah. And they're just kind of there along for the ride. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Like the whole movie could have happened without her. Yeah. Right. But. She's been another bro. It's just been another bro. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, some scenes wouldn't have been in there. I hope, but, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, and, but she plays just that, that eye candy yeah. that we enjoyed. But she wasn't just like eye candy. She was actually highly intelligent. Right, right. Um, when she's in, in front of the class instructing them and she's, you know, telling them, no, it's like this or whatever. Yeah. I really enjoyed those type of scenes, man. Um, even even back in 86, right, the, the Scott brothers, they take their female characters and they were the few far between directors who did this. Mm-hmm. And actually give them stuff to work with. Right. And make them smarter than your average, like, just hot chick in a movie. And I yeah, really enjoyed yeah. that, man. Yeah, cause she definitely could have just been a woman from the bar. That's it. And could have done the same thing. Facts. So. All right, dude. Um, move over here to Iceman. <laughs> One of Top Gun's students in Mavericks, a rival turned wingman, uh, I did not know this. Just reading off Wikipedia, okay. Kilmer originally did not want to be in this film, but he did it, and was awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, the cool thing about like him, right? Where really they are rivals. Once again, we talked about Maverick. He is literally the word Matt Maverick, right? Yeah. He is a little unhinged. Yep. Um, little un- unorthodox. Gets results, but gets results his way. Iceman. Ice in his veins. He yeah. does everything by the book. Every little thing that he does is by the military book, and he gets those results. Yeah. So I love to see the, um, the difference between these guys where they end up still yeah. getting the dubs, still getting the wins, but doing it from two different ways. Yeah, I feel like Maverick has to work a little harder, though, when he does some of that stuff. See, Okay, so that's he, he ends up in the office a lot. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh those damn flybys, dude! Those damn radar flybys that he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think like Iceman, like I said, he's by the book, and you know, it, you still got to be good. I feel like right? I feel like work hard. 
I think just Maverick is just naturally talented. Right. Like That's I don't think I don't, I don't think he has to just it's, it's just, just instinct, right? I, I think I think uh Kilmer's Iceman actually had to work harder because if you think about it, like what's a crap? Okay, let's take playing bass, for example. Right. Okay. You are very natural at it. Right. And if I played bass, which I cannot to say, I mean, I'm black, so everybody says I can. I, I haven't really figured that out yet, but I should try. Just pick it up right now. Did you get your, is your bass in the car? Anyway. Probably have it. Oh, <laughs> just, anyway, um, I would have to work very, 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 very hard and get everything down in order to be as good as you. So kind of like a book smart, street smart. Exactly. Situation. Exactly. I think Maverick just has it. Right, born with it, it's in his blood. His father, which we didn't, we we, we haven't talked about really. So, um, so kind of a Iceman can train and be the best at training, but Maverick can probably be the best at the real thing. Exactly, kind of sitting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And they work well because you need both of those yes. guys. I mean, you need uh, a mix of those two different guys. But I liked him, man. I really liked him in this movie. You know, he was supposed he's supposed to be the the villain, the right. an, antagonist. He, but he, that's what's so dope about this movie. He was supposed <laughs> to be the antagonist, yeah. But he's a good guy. We're living in the world of good guys, you know, top military guys. And he's not even an asshole. Like he's not. Like he's not. Like like Maverick and his like the the camp like the way that this the film yeah. portrays him is an asshole. But like. I'd never got that vibe. No, nope. I just I knew mean, everything he said was the truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, like <laughs> he wasn't just like being an a hole. He was yeah. just stating facts. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So actually, like one of my favorite characters in the movie, yeah, is Iceman. So, <clears throat> all right, man. Let's jump over here to Anthony Edwards, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant General Nick Goose Bradshaw, Maverick's radar intercept officer and best friend. Yes. R-I-O. Talk to me, brother. Goose, man. He's uh, basically along for the ride, right? Most of Whatever Maverick decides to do, he's, you know, he, he states his opinion all the time, but, you know, that only goes so far with Maverick. Does he listen is the question. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, you know, his sidekick, his best friend, R-I-O. Um, these two go... The whole way with each other, right? They're in, uh, they're doing their thing. They end up at Top Gun together, um, and you know, unfortunately, he does not make it through the movie. Yeah, man. So I don't have a lot to say about Goose. I mean, he's cool. I love Goose's character. Yeah, bro. he's he's really cool, but like, you know, he's got a lot of wit and a lot of funny co- comedic value, but like. I don't have anything in particular because he's just there along for the ride. I, 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 you know, like, like in real life, who Goose reminds me of? Who's that? You have a mirror? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is the reason why, right? <laughs> I'm definitely, especially like when we're younger, Yeah, I'm Maverick. And I'm probably going to do some dumb shit. Okay. It's fair. Right. I'm probably going to do some, some, some stuff. And you're always just like, that's probably a bad idea, let's, Clyde. Let's, but let's hell, I'm along for the ride. Let's go. I'm here with you every right, step of the right. way. Right. Yeah. If, if I was to hit on a girl at a bar, like, like they did, uh, you would be my wingman right yeah, there. Yeah. And, and, and make sure the job gets done. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I mean, like I saying, I mean, that's, that's what he is, yeah. And like you know, it's not a. He's not the one being crazy. No, he's you very know. technical, right? So he doesn't have a lot of fun, crazy things to talk about. He's just like I said, he's there along for the ride. He's funny. He's you know, he's the RIO, I guess. He's he's right there, bro. And like. <laughs> You got to have a best friend like that. That's what I have in you. That's what I have in John where you guys are going to check me when I need to be checked. And I have appreciated it for the the last 20 years. Okay, (laughs) I'm still going to do what the hell I want to do. But um, yeah, dude. But unfortunately, he does um, die. And that's because 
Tom Cruise does some shit that he shouldn't yeah. do. Yep. <clears throat> and it cost. You know, luckily the Navy doesn't find him at fault. They found, like, the chute or something was faulty. Yeah, I think it was the whole thing, like... The canopy or something was through, faulty. Yeah, and then going through the jet wash yeah. is what kind of caused everything. So, yep. Not good. All right. So, <clears throat> we got a lot of... We got a lot of other guys in here, man. I really just want to focus on uh, Scarrett and Ironside next. Okay. <clears throat> and obviously, Tim Robbins, like, just best character in the movie. Um, but we got Tom Scarrett as uh, Mike Viper Metcalf, commanding officer and instructor at Top Gun, a veteran of the Vietnam War who served with Duke Mitchell, Maverick's father. This guy, what is Tom Scarrett, dude? Yeah. And, uh... Just commanding. And yeah, they were like, stash, we need a man. commanding. <laughs> Damn it, I want a stash. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a stash. Just a strong look. Just a very strong look. Like, stash means, like, don't F with me, okay? Yeah, yeah especially the ones they were wearing. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bold move, I guess you could say. This guy's cool, man, but yeah, he's yeah. A, he's definitely a uh, no no crap yeah type guy, and I really enjoyed that from him. But when he has to be kind of more of a of a father figure to Maverick, I also appreciate that. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, hey, let me let you, let me let you know exactly what went down with your father and why these files are locked away and everything. Yeah, he's he's uh he's hard on him when he needs to be. Yeah. But like on the uh, behind the curtain, he's like he's an awesome pilot. Yeah. You know, but he has to yell at him for doing his stupid stuff. Got to do it. And then it's like I know you're awesome, but calm it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just dial it back a little bit. Oh yeah. <clears throat> you know, and he definitely sees the best and like you said, he sees the best in Maverick. Yeah. Um, but has to have that whip when he needs it. So oh, yeah. that's like, very cool. Like after all that stuff happened with Goose, you know, once they relieve, well, not relieve, once they uh, dismiss everything against Maverick, yeah. he's like, I want him back in the air. Back in the air. Keep him in the air. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that very was real vital, cool. Very vital. All right, let's jump over here to uh, Michael Ironside. Uh, Rick gestured heavily, a naval, a naval aviator and Top Gun instructor. One like Michael Ironside ha- has the best voice. Yeah, yeah, he's been been around doing some stuff for a while, uh, especially in the, uh, I guess, authority. Authority characters, yeah, I guess you could say, because mm-hmm. he was in uh, Starship Troopers too, right? Dude, he was definitely in Starship Troopers, yeah, and quite a few other things. But yeah, he's got a very commanding, and him, his face and his everything about him is very, very strong, very authoritative. Uh, my favorite thing about Michael Ironside, dude, is he voices my favorite video video game character of all time uh, from Splinter Cell, Sam Fisher. Just badass. Okay. Um, but him as Jester in this movie, you can fly like with the best of them, yeah. man. Oh yeah, yeah. And like. Even Maverick and I- Iceman was just like, "Geez, I can't keep up with this guy, man." Yeah. He's, I loved watching him in the air, <laughs> right? Like, outdo these these young chat. He's been doing it forever, right? And then they have their little dog fight yep. training, which he's like, "Oh, great, Jester's up here." And then Maverick's like, "Yeah, he's probably saying, oh, no, Maverick and Goose are up here.'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great to watch, man. All right, man, let's go ahead and talk about the uh, look and feel of this movie. We're either on, we're either on that base. Yep. Or we're in the sky. Both were. We got a, uh, we got a few awesome. scenes at a bar, you know, at yeah. um, Charlie's house or whatever. But like, I will say, at the base, it looked cramped. But that's how how 
those things are, man. Also on the ship a little bit too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. In the beginning and, and at the end there yeah. before they went out there. Um, I liked it, man. This was a very good for a mid eighties movie. Yeah, it still holds up. Yeah, the look and feel of this movie, man. It's just shot beautifully, shot fantastic. What what Star Wars did in seventy seven with those battles in the air, yeah, in space, Top Gun did in eighty six with like in the air here. Tom Cruise, dude, just badass, <laughs> just badass, man. Uh, no, I, I just really like, you know, I, I saw Independence Day before I saw this. Mm. And you watch Independence Day and you're like, dude, these dog fights in the air and everything are yeah. really, really cool. But go back and watch Top Gun. I mean, it's because it's what's happening, man. It's, it's all real. I mean, it's, there's it's nothing so fake much about better. It. Yeah. There's just nothing fake about it. Yeah. It's the real deal. It's what's going on then what's still going on now maybe some of the same planes i mean yeah. you're, you're, right. <laughs> yeah. you're right but you have like the i'm talking about like the shots of the wings the shots yeah. of the afterburners and stuff like that oh, right yeah. Oh, yeah. um just the angles that that tony scott decided to use in this movie which is fantastic bro that yeah. people use if you're if you're doing like plane or fighter pilot stuff like in movies that they're using today. Right. They're copying this movie, right, and just doing it and doing it not as good, actually. They're, they're not. The original just holds up, man. Yes. Agreed. I really I really loved it. <clears throat> Dude. Yeah. We got one of the best songs ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't help sing along with it when the movie comes on. It, and they play it like six or seven times in the movie. Yeah. Like you just hear like not obviously not the whole thing, but you hear like little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it throughout the movie. But Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins, yeah. dude. Iconic. Oh yeah. Classic. <laughs> just so good, man. Yeah, and they just use the 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 music. Like they don't use the lyrics, like you said. Yeah. They just use the music and it comes in when it needs to come in. So good. So good. But even the even the score, when yeah. they're in these dog fights, right? Um, it's intense. Yeah, and you feel like you're a like that's the cool thing about it. you feel like you're a pilot mm-hmm. in one of these big ass F 14s and your your heart's journaling. You know your pump's pumping. Everything's yeah. going. This is a good movie, yeah. man. Yeah, good time. Good time. And it gave us some very good quotes too. Dude. One of the best quotes. Yeah, we messed one up last week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, one of the other ones that I had was a negative ghost writer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few more in there. Oh, man. Just like, I, I just really loved how in the bar for, you know, when he was going to go hit on Char- Charlie. Yeah. They all got into it. Yeah. The whole squad. Right. Got into that. Got into that song. They all were singing it. Mm-hmm. Killed it. Killed it. He just sat down like a boss. Yeah, it's like when they're not in the air, they're all cool with each other. Same thing when they're like playing volleyball and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, it's it's all just just hanging out. Can we talk about stuff. that for a second, dude? <laughs> I'm not we cannot skip that. <laughs> One yeah. how many times did Maverick look down on his watch? About so he had a booty call. Yeah, he was counting <laughs> down. I gotta make this happen yeah, here, yeah. dude. I've ne- okay, so <clears throat> I love eighties movies, and what the eighties did a lot of, and they might have not been like A movies, but they might have been B movies, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of like beach eighties movies. What we did not get though is like an intense volleyball scene yeah. until this movie came out. It was always like weightlifting and stuff. Yeah, right? it was yeah. like, you know, crap that I don't care about, but like this dude, <laughs> He's about some. this was awesome, man. You're about some hardcore volleyball. <laughs> this is some intense volleyball action going on. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was intense, yeah. Uh, You know, what's funny is it's, you know, along with 
like the quotes and stuff from the movie. This is a a lot of people know this scene. It's iconic, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of, you know, just like I said earlier, shirtless dudes high fiving, hitting the volleyball, sweaty as shirtless dudes, bro, hanging out in the sand and stuff. You know. Uh, yeah, that's that's not Goose though. He pretty. he's married with a kid. Dude. Yeah, he's he covered. A, up, he had bro, a shirt bro. on. Yeah, yeah, definitely had his stuff on, yeah. dude. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays Goose, by the way, Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years before this, he had the lead role in Revenge of the Nerds. No, same guy. Hmm. Google it. Look it up. And then he's same guy. That's why he had his shirt on. And then he's a. <laughs> he can get the muscles in time. Yeah, he just wasn't wasn't ready. <laughs> he didn't go on that Chris Hemsworth workout plan <laughs> in enough time. No, the Chris Pratt workout plan. Chris okay. Pratt. Yeah, that Either one. one. Either one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and uh, let me holler at you about a theme real quick. Man, this movie is about a lot of things, but I think what it boils down to, especially with your title character, Maverick, um, one, you know, getting over the past. Yeah. You know, his father's mishaps, his father's, like, legacy. Um, Letting go that your best, that you were involved in some way, shape, or form with your best friend being killed. Yeah. Um, And, you know, just trying to be the best that you can. Understand that sometimes you have to follow rules. Yeah. Can't always be the maverick, bro. Right, right. Right? They're there for a reason. They are. Especially, you know. Dog fights and stuff, training. Exactly. <laughs> these like jets. You, when at the end, when he was like, I'm not going to leave my wingman. Yeah. You get it, finally. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yep. So definitely appreciated that, man. Um, ultimately, this is just a badass military uh, war games type movie, yeah. brother. You know, with like heartache, love, friendship. This is a lot mixed in here, man. A lot of stuff going on here, but just a fantastic flick. Yep. All right, team. That is our conversation about Top Gun 1986. Six. JV, talk to me. What are your thoughts and ratings on this? I mean, five buckets. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Uh, been around for a minute. And, you know, I, like, I watched it the other day, and it was like watching a new movie, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, it just looks fantastic. And Tom Cruise looks exactly the same, so that's probably a, that's probably a bit of it, right? <laughs> it's like, Cruise it's, don't crack, bro. Yeah. Cruise don't crack. <laughs> uh, but a great story, fun story. Uh, like you said, just great cinematic value that yeah. still holds up uh, to this day. Val Kilmer, Tom Cruise, everybody in here was fantastic. Uh, so that's going to be my five out of five. Good How about stuff. you, sir? Yeah, brother, I'm right there next to you, man. This gets five buckets of popcorn. Um, Tony Scott, fantastic director, man. And, you know, he was actually fired from this movie. And, and rehired like four times. Um, they also tried to fire Francis Ford Coppola off The Godfather, so you know how that turned out. Yeah. Um, but this is just a beautiful movie. Yeah. Yep. Like really in, is, end to end, just very well shot, very well acted. Uh, music was just kick ass. I have not, like, as far as military-type movies, this is up there for me, man. This is definitely up there for me. Um, And I think just Val Kilmer's Iceman, dude. Dude dude should have got an Academy Award for this, man. It was just so awesome. Yes. It really was, man. He had a little bit of attitude in his voice. But yeah, like I said, ultimately he's he was laying down the facts all day. Loved it. 
Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Top Gun. Next week, we'll be discussing, I mean, why not? Top Gun Maverick. That's showing in a theater near you. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.